Hello everybody and welcome to Overtime, your weekly source for all things Overwatch. I'm your host Jacob Pujik and with me today is Brand Williams. Yep, that's me. And Taylor Severn. I'm still being crushed. That's a that's visual joke that no one gets because this is an <laughs> auditory medium. Auditory symposium. So, guys, I uh, before we get to how your guys have been going, I have been playing a metric crap ton of Overwatch as of late. Well, we don't so. my... <laughs> I know, right? Considering we do a show on it. Uh, I haven't been able to get to it uh, in, the, in the past little while. I've been extraordinarily busy, but uh, we sat down, me and a, and a group of friends, uh, and uh, just busted out a bunch of games. I've, I've ranked, I, I've, I've played past my ranking games. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, but what about you guys? What's, uh, what's your Overwatch been, experience been lately? Uh, I mean, I was with you. <laughs> yes, you were. But the audience doesn't know that. They do now. Um, I only play Overwatch with friends, and I wasn't invited to this. So, sorry, we're pe- playing competitive. Yeah, I'm the yeah. worst. Slash, you're the worst. So, like, Slash we're equally we're not. the worst. So, technically, you're not the worst because that means like there's only one person. I'm so glad. Uh, but yeah, we 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 played a lot of ranked. We had some. Some crushing defeats, but some some really good games actually. I just I, sorry Taylor, but I love competitive just because you get you can get some really evenly matched games, um, and uh, that's definitely what we got over the last couple of days. Uh, so yeah, uh, besides that, we have a lot of exciting Overwatch news that has been developing over the last week. Some of it uh, just today, uh, so we'll get right to it. Uh, first of all, uh, is, uh, the comic that released shortly after our last podcast, which is about Bastion. Uh, Taylor, did you have any, uh, information about that? Uh, not a lot really happened in it, except the story progressed a tiny bit. So are you describing this comic or all of the comics? Because it sounds like all of the comics. Well, no, some comics the story doesn't even progress. <laughs> So, so this one has a leg up on some other comics. But essentially, now we know Bastion and Torbjorn are together. And, in a um, relationship. Yeah, yeah. Like, we don't know uh, if, if it'll lead to that, but um, I imagine there's already a flash fic about it. <laughs> like, I mean, Torbjorn's already part robot. I mean, what hand I mean, do you Tor- think he uses for, you know... Well, I mean, according to Jeff Kaplan himself, uh, Torbjorn should be busy with Reaper because he has the hardware. Um. <laughs> um, Is so that yeah, according basically, to Jeff or Dino Flask? I think it was Jeff. It was Jeff's face and his voice. And from what we know later on in the news stories, Dino Flask says what Jeff wishes he could say. <laughs> Um, so yeah, basically in the comic, uh, Torbjorn and, and, and Bastion meet up. Uh, Bastion seems to be terrorizing a village, but oh, look at this. He's actually just, you know, playing with the... He's just walking uh, around. Just, yeah, just with his bird on his shoulder. And sometimes cool. an octopus on his shoulder. It got weird that one night. <laughs> but, uh, I did, um, I did like the art, st- like, I did like some of the, the art in this one, especially the ones with, uh, 
with Bastion. Again, with this comic book, everyone who is actually a main character looks weird except for Bastion. Like, Torbjorn looked so out of place compared to the other human characters, which I guess makes sense considering he's a dwarf. But, uh... He's a lot more detailed. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Everyone else is just like, okay, a face with eyes, maybe some eyebrows. And this guy's got a ponytail, so you know he's different and important. Also, Torbjorn... they're wearing clothes. Where <laughs> he's just... Wearing whatever that is, he wears. It's uh, it's superhero his, outfit. Uh, it, no, it's his uh, apron. It's just high tech apron. I I I I like this story because it means Ganymed's army to fight Talon and Bird Sombra is growing. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that she got to recruit uh, both of the two tech people. Uh, I just need uh, Symmetra next. Right. Yeah. To balance it out. Hmm. Maybe you get some healers in there, or two. Um, so that was pretty much it for the, the comic. I think Mercy as might end is. up being a villain, just to play, play with us. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because yeah. she she is happy with the fact that Overwatch disbanded, if you listen to some of her voice lines. But uh, if they she can extrapolate Reaper, that... She sides Reaper because she's just like, at least he didn't turn my gun into a weapon. <laughs> His weapons are actual weapons. <laughs> I'm I'm actually really upset about this. You guys don't understand. <laughs> you're um, ki- <laughs> you're using my things to save people to kill people. So now I'm gonna kill people <laughs> to save people. Exactly. But no, actually, that's Mercy's kid. character in a nutshell. Um, she's very conflicted. Very conflicted. Um, she so has a staff comic, in one hand, a pistol in the other. Besides the comic, um, we had a a quick uh, update on how heroes were made. Some of this was touched on. Um, in the Jeff Kaplan AMA, so we'll kind of just segue into that. Um, so uh, Jeff was on Reddit recently. That was the worst segue I've ever done. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff Kaplan was doing an AMA on Reddit. For those of you who don't know, an AMA is an Ask Me Anything, where basically people go onto a forum site asking questions of people, and this specific person answers them as truth- truthfully as he can. Um so Jeff went on there, and people asked him some pretty good questions. Um, we have a link to it, again, in our show notes. I would urge you to check it out. It is quite long, so we got you some of the more juicy tidbits. Um, uh, Taylor, do you want to run through those? Uh, players don't like Hanamura, apparently. Which is weird, because I really like Hanamura. So does Jeff. So does everyone replying to that comment. So I wonder where he's getting his metrics from. It's hard to say. It is. Uh, Metzen named Farah. Interesting. Little sad part. Um, <coughs> uh, quite a few characters came from Titan. We got, like, this is the most Titan info we've ever gotten as well. Right? In an AMA? I'd, I'd assume that it would devolve into that. And it's like, jeez. Okay, so, um... Characters that came from Titan were not not exactly but like abilities in their kit started like there and they kind of developed into, and then they molded and shaped into so reached uh, level 36 yeah uh tracer which was a class called jumper reaper was reaper um so i love the consistency uh mm-hmm. widowmaker came from the ranger same with bastion and soldier 76 sumatra and torbjorn came from a, a class called the architect and reinhardt came from the juggernaut bitch Although he is completely different, 
and uh, Gen- Genji and Hanzo evolved from the assassin. Assassino. <laughs> and uh, Numbani also pr- came from Titan. It was concept yeah, from what, Titan. From the way Jeff was kind of writing it, it sounded like uh, Tracer might have been the only one who... He, uh, she was the most direct translation from Titan. Which makes sense um, when you look at all the promotional things where they're like, here's Tracer! Because mm-hmm. they were... Because that must have been like one of the, uh they they talked about when they had to do Overwatch and when they got onto Overwatch um they essentially had like 2 weeks to show an idea to Blizzard to be like hey don't don't destroy our team we we got stuff after yeah. Titan failed and so like they just had all these Titan things and they were like ah uh, yeah okay here's what we do uh class based uh, shooting okay tracer and held, held her up on a pedestal and Blizzard was like ship it uh more or less that's it yeah um it's so it's so weird to me to to, because they they basically like hey we're either going to disband this team and set you off onto like different projects basically like diablo warcraft starcraft um unless you guys can pitch us something really good and i i just like the fact that this started like overwatch this huge game started as basically the people like scrambling to put something together so that they didn't get uh uh, you know, redistributed away from, I'm assuming, their friends, and uh, Ego probably played a huge role in it as well. It's very, very interesting to me. Uh, well, didn't, like, Hearthstone start from, like, two people being like, hey, want a card game? Yeah, sure. <laughs> they just, yeah. just kind of did it? <laughs> yeah, like, they made a physical card game, and then they're like, hey, this is actually kind of fun. Let's see if we can make this a computer game. And then they got, I... like... <laughs> then a Blizzard president to like sit down and play it, and tell them, and he's like, "Yeah, let's do this." I imagine that's how that went. Exactly. But I'm assuming that's how everything happens in uh, in Blizzard. Blizzard it seems like such a fascinating place to work at. Um, uh, Jeff loves of... Team Fortress. Yes. Um, he, apparently, it's it is one of his favorite games. Uh, period. Yeah. Fun fact. That and uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild currently is is his muse. But, uh, yeah, he, he was saying that he wanted to make sure that um, Overwatch debuted with more characters than, uh, than Titan, uh, not Titanfall, uh, than Team Fortress, um, just so uh, people couldn't draw direct comparisons between one character and the other, which I thought was very, very interesting. He wanted it to, like, you, you knew that it was inspired <coughs> by, but that he didn't want you to think it was copied. They want to be distinctly different. Exactly. Which they are. I mean, having played t- uh, t- TF2 extensively, uh, they are very similar, but there are many, many differences between them. Yes. I think uh, the most important thing we learned is um, they want to eventually make versus AI better. That, that, that sings true to me. I don't play AI. Um, That's why I they would need to like, make better. Uh, something else that he mentioned, which kind of brings this up, is the fact that they were really happy with how Junkenstein's Revenge... And I believe they said this before. Uh, they're really happy with how Junkenstein's Revenge turned out, and they want to do more of that content in the future. I don't think they have... They're not working on it. At least they're not saying they're working on it right now, um, which is kind of upsetting to me. But uh, I hope that... Uh, basically as soon as possible we get more of that pve co-op content i really really enjoyed that or maybe um, they'll just 
to uh, release an Overwatch MMO. I mean, at this point, why not? So you mean World of Warcraft? No, Titan. Anything that, anything that, that develops the story. A, a, a storyless MMO. They'll figure it no, out. I mean, that's what MMOs are in general, aren't they? I'm pretty sure Ooh. that's what uh, that's what Overwatch is. You collect gear and you equip it to your character, but it's all really meaningless. Uh, Jeff doesn't like it when we're mean to each other, Jacob. That is one thing I really got from from multiple comments. Jeff um, is a little... I don't want to say the word frustrated, but judging from the way that he spoke about this in multiple comments, he's very frustrated with some elements of the community. Um, he does not like the how toxic we can get to people. Um, I feel that's a gaming community thing. Yes, yeah, 100%. yes, of course. But it, it made it, it seemed like, because from what he was saying, like he's very connected to the community, both in-game and outside of, in like forums and stuff. Um, so I, I feel like this might be starting to affect him, and I really hope that he, I'm sure he, he you know, he, he knows how to distance himself from things and make sure it doesn't affect his personal life and also his decisions in the game. But um, yeah, he, he was really upset about how toxic people can get in the game which I would encourage any of our viewers to just don't rage in the game. If you're going to if you're going to be angry, do it like at your desk. Don't translate into that that into the game. It really doesn't help anybody. Game, um, game developers also, take so much shit. Like they're oh my strong goodness. people. Jesus. Yes, especially someone as community facing as as Jeff. He came um, from I'm WoW, quite... man. He, he's seen some shit. He has seen some shit. Um, but he was also saying how, um, people in the community, um, they make, like, huge wild suggestions to the game. And uh, this is a community as a whole, like, as, as a beast, not individuals. They make wildly varying suggestions for character balance and what the team should do. Um, and it's, a lot of it isn't borne out by stats. It's just feelings. Uh, uh, he seemed to be getting fairly frustrated with that as well. Um, and the PTR seems to be a sore spot for him, uh, in particular. But um, all in all, I, I think it was a very enlightening AMA. Was there anything else in here that uh, we wanted to point out? Uh, he will sometimes use voice chat to communicate with his team, and they'll be like, uh, you sound like Jeff Kaplan. Yeah. He doesn't have the, the most distinct voice, but uh, if I heard something like that, I would, I would stop and think. Um, one other thing is that Jeff um, said that he places in plat, or rather platinum. Um, He's trying for a diamond currently. Uh, I thought that was very interesting to, to know that the head developer of a game is at, at above average, but not in crazy levels of, uh, of skill with the game. Uh, speaking of his skill, he can't code. <laughs> yeah, he, he knows one or two basic languages, I believe he said, but... Um, he most his job mostly revolves around kind of focusing the team, managing uh, uh, you know their their time and 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 focusing it onto what they want to be in the game and and how they want that portrayed in the game, which I thought was very interesting. Um, and some of the last things that were near and dear to my heart was that um, a tournament system uh, is kind of on their plate. However, it's extremely challenging for them to do, um, and it's not going to be used by a large majority of the population, 
or even a, a large minority of the population, but uh, they do want to do it eventually once they can kind of figure out uh, how to do it and, and get time to put it in. I think if they do uh, it properly, uh, anyone that plays competitive could uh, benefit from the tournament system, as long as they have a group of six. I, I would like to think so. I would like to think that I would be part of that, but they introduced it in StarCraft, which is something which was a system I wanted in StarCraft desperately for the years I was playing that. And it, I've used it once. Um, I, I enjoyed my time with it, but it might also have been the fact that by the time it came out, I was kind of done with StarCraft, but I don't know how often I would use it in, in Overwatch. I would like to think I would, but... I don't know. Could be too stressful for me. The last thing, again, like I said, near and dear to my heart, uh, the team is open to getting Overwatch on the Switch. I have plans to buy a Switch. I, I can't do it right now, but I definitely, definitely want it. Um, and if Overwatch was on the Switch, I think that would be pretty cool. I, I kind of like the idea of taking this game portable. I'm not super happy with um, console controls for shooters. But you know what? For Overwatch, maybe I could, maybe I can get used to it. Overwatch on the go. That would be Over some crazy Wi-Fi you have. <laughs> Agreed. You can do it on Wi-Fi. I think one uh, last interesting thing uh, is Jeff says: uh, the more we get into development of this incarnation of Overwatch, the more I think that having too many heroes too quickly will actually hurt the game. And so he doesn't want to release, like, a constant release of new heroes. They want to focus on, the like, the heroes we have. And if they do make a new hero, it wants to be both in terms of gameplay and story that don't hurt anything else already in the game. Yeah, I mean, making a character balanced is tough enough. Uh, with a game that, that so many people play and uh, Blizzard has aspirations of becoming an eSport, they definitely want to make sure that nothing disrupts that balance too much. I think currently they're on track for about... I know people were, were saying two characters a year was kind of what the Overwatch was going for. I think it's more likely going to be three, just looking at how the last... Uh, how, you know, Anna... Or uh, uh, Anna... Sombra and um, Orissa have, have panned out. I feel like it's going to be more like three a year, which I'm perfectly cool with. Uh, I think that's the, that's the perfect number. Gives us something to look forward to, uh, as, uh, you know, for, for a couple months upcoming, but it's not going to flood the game with different mechanics and, and, and things you have to keep track of. Um, what, what do you guys think? Are, are you kind of cool with the fact that they're taking the time with the characters? or? I think that's a great idea. Other than uh, other than heroes, who release a character every other minute. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, yeah. How would you feel not releasing any more heroes after Arissa? Yeah, I would no, uh, Arissa's PTR hero. We discussed this. Yeah, oh yes, sorry, yes, you're right. So no, no Sombra was the last edition. Um, I, I mean, they've be... already stated there's going to be a 25th character. But that wasn't the question. Uh, no. They'll just release Soldier 25. <laughs> it's Soldier 76, but with 25 on him. Oh, the yeah. modern soldier. Yeah. And also, you can't play him if there's a Soldier 76 on the field already. Um, I would be a little bit upset if they did, like, 
if they decreased it down to one character a year, I would still be happy. Um, but if they stopped developing characters altogether, I would assume that the game... Not, not that it would die, but th that the game would kind of stop growing. I definitely feel like the pull of a new character keeps... I know me, me very interested, um, and I ex expect a large portion of the population is interested as well whenever a new character comes out. There's always a, kind of an influx of, of excitement and, and, and people playing. Um, if they stopped, I would be upset. Um, I, I'd probably still play the game for a long time, but it, I, I it would be... I think the counter thing is TF2. They never released any new characters at all, and that's still quite a popular game. That is true, uh, but coming from, from many Blizzard... Well, mostly from Heroes and, and Overwatch, I like... And even Warcraft, like, to, to a certain extent. Like, they're always releasing a new character. And even Diablo, like, they're they're working on and, and planning on releasing a new character in all of those games. I feel like it's it's kind of a part the of that whole is, ecosystem. The difference is, those games, new characters are part of their revenue stream, where in Overwatch, they are not. Technically, uh, not exactly, technically you're right. But you, you could... You could say that um, releasing these new heroes gives incentive for new players to join the game. So they'll always have something to learn? Yeah. yeah. But also, um, with the stopping of the heroes, they could develop more maps, more game modes, more robust features for the game. You're not wrong. Um, like, maybe I'm being too harsh that it would sound like the death knell of Overwatch if they stopped developing heroes. Uh, obviously they will at some point. Um, and continue developing the, the game in other ways. But I, you can't ever quite match the excitement of a new character. If they were to stop, I would be upset. Even if it was the best decision for the game, for the health of the game, a little part of me would be like, yeah, but I kind of want, you know, a new guy. <laughs> the, they'll get to a point where it's like, okay, we can't release any new heroes unless we take someone out. Here's a poll to see who we take out. Well, wasn't it originally... See, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> well, I'm remembering back to like a long time heroes? ago. That, okay. Yeah, that they were, they were that they would consider retiring certain characters if it m meant opening up design space for the game. Um, Everyone be... just wants to get rid of Hanzo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd be kind of cool with that. It would be a little upsetting if, like, oh, I could never play, you know, like, Zarya again or something. It would be kind of upsetting. If they could, like, leave her in the non-competitive modes and leave competitive as the, the place where they rotate characters in and out, I think that would be a, the perfect solution. It lets uh, them keep think... developing things, keep the game balanced. Sorry? I was going to say, I mean, if you take a character out of one game mode, it's got to go for the whole thing. It's all really? or nothing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What about custom Especially games? because quick play is a good practice for competitive games. What about custom games? Come on, custom games is fine. You could, yeah, I you could know. leave them alive in custom games. I just feel like Quick Match is already slightly different from competitive. Uh, they could also release a new arcade mode of, like, just everything as well. Yes, but then I, I kind of worry about p player population in, in those broken up modes. I mean, obviously Overwatch... Well, at that point, really Overwatch that has problem, become but... a religion, so I don't think we have to worry about <laughs> At that point, you mean already. It no, it's, it's not quite there. People come to our chapel every week 
to to bask in the great light of Overwatch. It's basically a religion already. If it's if it's not a religion, you should go look at Rule Thirty Four of Overwatch on Reddit. That's Jeff Kaplan didn't even look very at different. that, so I'm not going to. <laughs> um, also, I don't think that makes a religion. <laughs> I think it does. Absolutely. I think... <laughs> Rule Religions are built on something, Taylor. If it exists, it's a religion. That's what oh, you're talking for. about. Yeah. No, that's rule like 48 or something. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know about quick match being uh, the best practice for, for competitive. Um, yeah, six stack, uh, six stack versus six stack it could be. Unless if you're playing skirmishes with other six stack teams. Nah, it just practice isn't competitive. Come on, come on. It's just permanent. Um, otherwise, um, speaking of uh, changes to the game with characters and such, uh, the PTR has more than Arissa. Uh, there is some changes on PTR that, again, as always, may or may not make it to live. We'll probably make it to live, but we'll see. Um, there was just a couple small ones. Uh, Sombra, uh, her hacked health packs can now be seen through walls for her allies. I think this is a huge change. Uh, it kind of turns Sombra into like a weird pseudo support. Um, if if her allies not only see those health packs, so they know that it's coming up quicker, it might help people learn where the health packs are on the map, which is huge knowledge. Like if you know where the health pack is, if you're if you're in a a one v one fight, and you know that if you dash to the left, you can get a health pack and take out this guy. That's massive information. So what you're saying is Sombra will be the tutorial character because the greatest tutorial is invisible. Mike dropped. Um, so beyond Sombra, <laughs> Zenyatta is getting... I did not get that. I'm sorry, Taylor. I got it. <laughs> um, that's good. Uh, Zenyatta is um, getting a small change. They are going to uh, remove the weapon spread on his... Um, I believe, I believe it's his left click. Uh, so uh, right now, like, his his, his balls uh, kind of go in uh, a general area. It's pretty tight, but it, it they, they do have a bit of spread to them. They're going to remove it. They're going to go exactly where you shoot them. Um, I think this is going to... It's a big buff for Zenyatta. Uh, I think they were planning on removing some one of the other changes that Zenyatta was going to get. I'm not quite sure. I don't see that anymore. Maybe I'm mistaken. In other case, it's a big buff to Zenyatta. Uh, Ana, uh, again, they're, they're gonna, they're kind of tweaking the changes they're giving her. Originally, they were going to uh, have, <laughs> yeah, they were going to have the um, damage and the healing of uh, Bionic Grenade. They've decided to rev to take that take that out of the changes. They're going to leave Bionic Grenade as is. All the other changes are, are, are currently being tested in PTR, but that one they thought was a bit too far. Oh, here's the other thing I was talking about. Orb of Discord, which is obviously his, his E, the one that debuffs uh, enemies, it cannot target through barriers. Uh, when this came out, I thought this was a pretty good idea, just with the amount of barriers that are in the game, especially once Orisa comes out. Um, there's quite a few of them now, uh, between Symmetra's rework and such. But they decided, hey, that's it's giving him too much power. We want to buff him a little bit, so they gave him that um, no spread on his left click. But 
But also, I'm I'd say, like, what, what's the point of putting something beyond a barrier? It's not like you can damage them. Uh, allies that are flanking might be able to. Like, I often... Like, as, as Soldier McCree, I'm not at the front with my uh, allies. I'm on, off to the side. So I can shoot past those barriers. Um, How do you flank what, a Winston barrier, though? No, a Winston barrier, yes. You're, you're right. But... Um, with uh, with Reinhardt and and Arissa and well, if Reinhardt, he'll just turn around to deal with you, and then Zenyatta can do it. Yes, but you're you are losing some damage in that transaction. It's not the biggest deal, but I I just feel like it would have been a nice kind of buff. It, it, but... it, no, it was a nerf. We discussed how it was a nerf. <laughs> and now God, that they're that taking funny. it away, now this is a, an even bigger nerf. <laughs> you can't Sorry. win. Obviously not. Um, you know who else can't that... win? Jeff. Oh my goodness, that poor man. You, you know who up. else hasn't been winning down. lately? Brandon? Winston. Oh. Winston, Winston is the least picked character right now. Is he really? Really is. Well, that's because he's, he's a scientist. No one wants to play scientist. Yes, yeah, science is stupid. Get out of here, nerd. With your but... glasses. You uh, you might want to play him in a little bit on the PTR because he's got some changes coming his way. Where are you reading this? Uh, it was in the AMA. What? Little little How tidbit. Did I miss that? Jeff Kaplan um, noted. Did they mention what he was going to be changing? No. Interesting. Uh, I know that uh, Winston does have a couple changes on PTR right now that will. They're all buffs. I despite what Taylor says. Um. And I have been playing him more and more. Uh, I, I've kind of gotten the hang of him more. Uh, you really have to kind of jump in when you have your when you have your shields. Do a, a little bit of damage. Don't try and go for the kill. Um, like too, don't be too eager for the kill. Just jump out and protect your backline from their flankers, and then kind of do that dance whenever your shields up. Uh, I've been really really enjoying him. I, I've been liking kind of the fact that he's. A good hybrid between a, a, like an off tank as well as a backline harass. I feel like just us when we're playing. I feel like we're often missing one of those roles. And the fact that I can kind of fill in both is pretty fun with Winston. Um, and the fact that I'm playing him more means that I'm kind of excited to see some changes uh, to him. Uh, was there anything else that we wanted to discuss? I believe that was all the news. Yes? Yeah. No? Maybe? More or less. I mean, if you really want to get into it, uh, go there's the There's a AMA. lot. There, Yeah, there's a lot in the AMA. I encourage you guys to look over it. Again, it is in our show notes, along with the new Ar- Arisa Dev video, um, which I quite enjoyed. <laughs> it's uh, It's got some, some cool anecdotes about how she came about, uh, specifically how when they were testing her abilities... They basically made her Zarya with Bastion's turret as her gun, which I thought was very, very funny. Um, works out fairly well, considering her abilities. Um, so yes, that, that is also in those notes, if you want to look at that. Uh, and I think that's going to be all for this week. Um, if you guys uh, would like to follow the show, or uh, uh, subscribe to it on iTunes, or the like, 
that would be super awesome. Leaving us a review uh, is very helpful, especially those five-star iTunes reviews. Very much help the show kind of get more viewers and, and, and rise up in the, in the charts to get more eyes on it. Um, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns about this last episode, uh, please feel free to email us at owovertime at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you regarding what you thought of uh, Jeff Kaplan's comments in the AMA. Uh, or what you think of the uh, many changes in PTR right now, uh, as well as your uh, opinions on Orissa. I want to uh, kind of have a discussion on that. Um, we also have another show called Press A to Podcast, where we review a different video game every episode. You can follow that show on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at Press A to Podcast, which is just different because it has underscores uh, instead of uh, spaces. Uh, and you can follow this show on Twitter at OW Overtime as well. Uh, but again, that's it for this week. So, till next time, that's the wrong outro. That's the Presida Podcast outro. Um, that, that's all the time we have for this week. So, I can't really outro. Bye, guys! <laughs>